What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. It's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast as I got my wisdom teeth out early last week. Mouth still is not 100%, but it's getting there. So uh, definitely wanted to hop on here and record, get an episode out for you guys tomorrow to start your week off strong. And today, I know I've been talking a lot about fat loss lately, especially with the Ultimate Guide to Fat Loss. But today, I wanted to take this episode to talk about some hacks to increase the amount of calories that you're taking in per day. Because I know a lot of you guys listening to me are either trying to build some muscle or maybe in a reverse diet right now. And eating all those calories can be really tough. So I wanted to take this episode to talk about some really easy things that you could do to up the calories and hit your macros for the day without having to overstress about it. Because the reality is a lot of people over overthink this. And it's a lot more simple than you might think. But before we get into that, uh, as always, if you enjoy the episode, go ahead and share it with at least one person who you think it would benefit. So if you know someone who's trying to pack on some size, you know someone who might be going through a reverse diet, having a tough time, definitely go ahead and share this episode with them, whether it's a family member, a friend, a coworker, a teammate, I don't care, just anyone who you think would benefit. It would mean the world to me if you, if you went ahead and shared this episode, because as always, the goal with this podcast is to reach and help as many people as we can. Because there's so much information out there that's not the best uh, so my goal is to put out a ton of quality content that's actually sending you guys in the right direction when it comes to this stuff. So the more people that we can get listening, the better off uh, everyone's going to be. So I'd really appreciate that. And if you haven't already, definitely go check out the Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization down below. Just click the link, enter in your name, your email, it's all yours completely for free. 75 pages, nine chapters, taking you through exactly how to set up in... Um, a nutrition, a nutritional protocol for optimal athletic performance. So definitely check that out. And the last but not least, I know you guys on Instagram that have been following me for a while um, have seen me post about this a couple times on my story, but I am opening up a group coaching program called the T Clark Nutrition Collective. There's currently four more spots left for the first round. Um, it's not going to open up again until August at the earliest. So if that's something that you might be considering, definitely just go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email and I'll get you some more info because those four, four spots are probably going to fill up within the next day or two. So definitely um, reach out if you're interested. It's really the same quality as the, uh, the one-on-one program. It's a little bit different and at a fraction of the cost. So really something you should consider if maybe you've been considering nutrition coaching but not sure if it fits into your budget this would be a great option for you. So definitely check that out if you haven't um, already. And yeah, as always, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in. Always means a lot to me when you guys uh, take the time out of your day to listen um, to me talk. So I really appreciate that and I hope it's helpful for you. But enough of me talking about all this. Uh, let's get into the actual episode so I can get you some tips on how to increase your calories for the day. All right, so like I said in the intro, we're kind of shifting gears a little bit in this episode. I know we've been talking about fat loss a lot lately, especially with the Ultimate Guide to Fat Loss. Um, we've been really focusing on that, but today I really wanted to uh, switch it up just a little bit and talk about how you can get more calories in your intake for the day. Because especially if you're building muscle, if you're reverse dieting, it can be a little bit difficult to eat the right amount of calories, and it can get a little frustrating. And honestly, I see a lot of people really overthink this. Uh, like, oh my gosh, I'm under my macros every day. This is so hard. I don't know what to do. So today, I really just wanted to give you guys four really simple uh, strategies that you can use to increase your calorie intake during the day. Because if you're building muscle, you know you got to be in a calorie surplus. So if you're not e eating enough calories, 
especially if you're kind of past that newbie gain phase, if you're not eating enough calories, you're not supporting optimal muscle growth. And same thing if you're reverse dieting, you need to, you need to increase the amount of calories that you eat. And during reverse dieting, we go at a really slow pace, like 50 to 100 calories every one to two weeks. And a lot of people really over, or um, I don't know the right word, I think over, yeah, overestimate like how many, how much food that actually is. Like, oh my gosh, we're going up by 50 calories. That's so much food. Like, dude, that's less than half of one tablespoon of olive oil. It's barely anything. And then a lot of people overthink it and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. 50 calories, I'm going to get that. Like, no, you're not. It's just 50 calories, literally. You're probably accidentally overeating 50 by 50 calories anyway during the day. So going up by 50 calories isn't going to be that big of a that big of a jump. But nonetheless, I really wanted to give you guys some actionable strategies that you could take away from this episode and just go and apply right away. I think the first one, and we're going to get the biggest bang for your buck, is liquid calories. And when I say liquid calories, I don't mean go drink a Coke. Please do not do that. Um, unless you want to have a Coke and fit into your macros, but that shouldn't be like your method of choice for increasing your calorie intake. Um, but what I'm talking about when I say liquid calories is um, like a homemade shake with high quality ingredients. Now those protein shakes that you get from Costco, like the premier protein and stuff like that, honestly not a huge fan of those because if you look at the ingredients, they're just not that good. Like if you're going to do that, you might as well just make yourself your own protein shake with higher quality ingredients without all the stupid chemicals and stuff like that. Now, someone's going to come at me and say, oh, there's no such thing as a good or a bad food. Like, But look, if you're getting that protein shake in, you're better off probably just not even having it and going with the whole food source of protein. That's just me. That's my opinion. Um, you do you if you fit into your macros and if you're just a really big fan of them for whatever reason, then go ahead and have them. But if you look at the ingredients, they're just not all that great. Um, when I say liquid calories and protein shakes, I mean the kind that you're going to make on your own. Um, Oh, and same thing with mass gainers too, like the commercial mass gainers. If you look at it, it's just low quality protein and a shit ton of sugar. So if you're looking to get those extra calories in, you're far better off following the tips in this podcast than you are going investing 50 bucks for a giant tub of sugar and low quality protein. So keep that in mind. And when I say local calories, I mean make your own shake. I've made a homemade shake that I fit 1,200 calories in. So I know for damn sure that you can fit like 500, 600 calories in there if you need to. And I easily could have fit more in there. And um, that exactly brings me to my point that liquid calories are a great way to get those extra calories in without feeling full and bloated because it's already in liquid form. It's not going to leave you feeling super, super full. Now, if you, if you go the 1,200 calorie shake route that I went down, you're probably going to feel a little bit full, but not nearly as full or bloated as you would if you had a full-on 1,200 calorie solid meal. And it's just such an easy way to get some easy calories in, um, get some easy protein in to, to up your protein intake for the, for the day. That's one of the macros where a lot of people struggle to get enough of it. That's where I see probably the most issues when it comes to hitting their macros is being low on protein. So getting a shake in or a smoothie, whatever you want to call it, in throughout the day is going to be very helpful for that. And if you make your own, it's a really good source of some high-quality micronutrients as well. Like if you use some fruit, you, you could even get veggies in there. My favorite is to just put a giant handful of spinach in there because, yeah, it's going to make it green, but it doesn't change the taste at all. Like I promise 
if you're like grossed out by the fact that it's green, just put it in like a hydro flask or something so you can't see the color because it doesn't change the taste at all. And it gives you a great opportunity to get an extra serving or two of veggies in there. Um, but obviously you can get a ton of different fruits in there, really whatever you want. I'm a fan of like blueberries, bananas, uh, things like that, but literally any fruit will go in there, whichever one you prefer. There's no right or wrong answer there. Um, obviously fit into your macros, make sure it fits. But really when it comes to fruit, there's no right or wrong answer. Same thing with veggies, but like you're probably not going to want to put like fucking eggplant in your smoothie. Let's see your weirdo. Like you do you, but, um, especially with fruit and smoothies, like put whatever fruit you want. Like you're not going to get a, there's no such thing as a bad fruit unless it's something that you're like legitimately intolerant to or allergic to then yeah, obviously don't have it. But, um, there's the options are endless when it comes to fruit and smoothies. And it's a great way to get a variety of different colors in there. And as we know, a variety of different colors, it means you're getting a variety of different micronutrients. And it's a great way to up your carb intake as well. A lot of people view smoothies as just a way to up your protein intake. And that's true, but it's also a great opportunity to get some high quality carbs in there. So you could use some oats. You could use some white rice. It's actually one that I use. I've never heard of anyone else using it, but Honestly, it doesn't change the taste. It changes the, te- changes the texture a little bit, but I don't think it changes it all that much. And I, I think it tastes just fine. Um, I enjoy it. So you could try that if you want. The reason why I go with, with uh, white rice, especially in my post-workout smoothies, is because oats are higher in fiber. So going with the, with the white rice is a lower fiber option. going to allow your body to utilize those nutrients that you're getting in um, a lot more quickly in the post-workout setting. So that's why I'm a fan of white rice, but oats are a great option too. And the reason why I go with white rice also because kind of oats uh, can make my stomach blow it up a little bit. So just for my own comfort, um, I like going with white rice, but really whatever option you want. There also are, I've seen, I've seen some recipes out there that have a uh, sweet potato in them. I've never tried it, but I can see how that could, how that could taste good. It just depends on what else you mix with it. But um, the point being shakes can be a great way to increase your carb intake too and make that easier for you to hit. And like I said, just make your own. Um, you're going to get a lot better ingredients if you just know what you're putting in there. It's a lot easier to measure it out. And like, like I said, if you go to Jamba Juice, like sure, their their macros are on the website. And if you look at the macros, it's like 80 grams of sugar in one, in one smoothie. So it's a whole different conversation. But you don't know if they're actually measuring things out or if they're estimating or whatever. So making your own is a great way to make sure your numbers are on point and you're getting high quality ingredients. So it's a great option. And also, if you're taking creatine, you can toss your creatine into your post-workout shake and really get the best out of that because there have been studies that have shown that creatine is better absorbed by your muscles uh, in the presence of protein and carbs, which makes sense because carbs are going to trigger insulin, uh, which gets them inside the muscles. So it kind of, quote-unquote, unlocks your muscles uh, and allows creatine to get into them a little bit easier. That's kind of a side tangent, but um, could be relevant to your situation. I don't know. Thought, I think it's interesting. But that's liquid calories. That's tip number one, probably the easiest thing that you could do. And the last thing I'll say about that is that I would consider it, I guess you do have to quote unquote prep it, but it's a really like low prep, low prep. I kind of like that low prep option. It takes like what, five, 10 minutes to toss your stuff in a blender and uh, just blend it up. Easy as that. You don't have to cook anything. So if you're in a rush, if you don't feel like taking a whole meal with you to the gym, just sitting in your gym, in your gym bag, you can, put your smoothie, smoothie just in a hydro flask and have it ready to go right after your workout and uh, take advantage of that anabolic window. I hope you know that was sarcasm.
there's no such thing. I, I don't want to say there's no such, that's a different, that's a rabbit hole for a different conversation, but I don't want to say there's no such thing as an anabolic window, but it's a lot longer than the old school bodybuilders would make you think it's, it, your gains don't die after 15 minutes of uh, post-workout. Um, if you don't get your shake in, so don't worry about that. But if you can get the shake in relatively close to the finish of your workout, cool, but don't stress it if you can't, but that's a different topic for a different, for a different day. The next thing I want to talk about is uh, another really simple one. Again, like people overcomplicate this stuff, um, and it really doesn't have to be that hard. Another really simple thing you could do is just get calorie dense foods in there. Like obviously, fruits and veggies are great, and they are they're full of micronutrients. They're what we call they're what we call nutrient dense. But in terms of upping your calories, you want to get foods that are calorie dense too. So, like for example, when it comes to carbs. Like, yeah, um, let's see, spinach has some carbs or a, a carb in a serving, I think. Um, but if you're relying on spinach to get your carbs, you're probably going to be eating a fuck ton of spinach for like the whole day and still not be anywhere close to your goal. And you're going to have a very bloated and obsessed stomach. Whereas white rice, not very nutrient dense, to be honest really devoid of any sort of nutrients uh, of significance, but it's very, it's calorie dense. It's carb dense. So it's a good source of calories and it's, it's minimally processed. So like it's, it, I guess I'm going to hesitate to say clean. So like no one comes after me, but um, you know what I mean? Like it's not very nutrient dense, but it's not, it's not very processed and a bunch of other ingredients in there. And it's very calorie dense. So if you're looking for an easy way to up your calories, especially up your carbs without feeling very bloated, white rice could be the way to go. Cause it's pretty calorie dense, low fiber, and it sits pretty well with most people. Another example, like comparing spinach uh, to another carb would be like oats. Oats are not as, I don't, I wouldn't say as calorie dense as rice, but they're still more calorie dense than, um, and spinach. So if you're looking to up your calories and hit your carb goal, you might want to go with some oats rather than add on another pile of spinach to your meal. And especially when it comes to calorie dense foods, some great ones are actually fat sources like olive oil, any sort of nut butter, nuts. And this is where practicality uh, takes precedence over uh, what's optimal. Because yeah, in terms of muscle growth, in terms of reverse dieting, we typically want to increase the calories through carbohydrates because that's what's going to help take some stress off your body. It's going to help fuel your training more oftenly because we know carbs are more effectively effectively used during high-intensity activity. Um, but if we look at the pyramid, calories are at the bottom. And my dog's freaking out, so I apologize about that. Um, but if we look at the pyramid, calories are at the bottom before macronutrients so um when you're looking at what to prioritize make sure you get your calories in before you start worrying about the carb to fat ratio so let's say you have to eat 3,000 calories a day to get yourself into a surplus to build muscle and optimally you want to be in a higher carb approach to fuel your training uh create more volume in your training and stuff like that but let's say you're just you, for whatever reason you hate eating that much carb that many carbs and you're just not adhering to the plan, you're not hitting your total calorie goal, it's really frustrating you, you're not seeing any progress. Do you keep banging your head against the wall trying to get more carbs in when you absolutely hate it? Or should you maybe add some more fats in there? Even though it's not as optimal, it's still calories. 
even though it might not be like the, the best scenario possible, it's still a step in the right direction. It's still going to lead to muscle growth because ultimately you're in a calorie surplus in your resistance training. So you're going to gain muscle, especially if you are, if you're not an advanced lifter, um, it's not that big of a deal. Now, if you're an advanced lifter looking to squeeze out that last bit of gains and trying to reach your genetic potential or whatever, then yeah, we're looking at the, that carbon fat ratio and you got to just suck it up. But if you're like just getting started, don't sweat it too much. Just add in some more calorie dense food because fat is more calorie dense than carbs. It has nine calories per gram. Carbs have, have four calories per gram. So if you're struggling to hit your calories and you just can't add, like, dude, screw white rice. I can't eat this anymore. Add some olive oil. Add an extra scoop of nut butter to your shakes. Add those healthy fats in there. You're still getting plenty of nutrients. You're still getting those calories in, which is ultimately the most important thing right now. Now, if you hit a plateau and we run through everything else that could possibly be causing it and we get to the carbon to fat ratio as like the potential culprit as to why you might be plateauing, then we can look at that and maybe optimize that a little bit more. But we have to look at what's practical. And if eating a higher fat intake allows you to hit your calories more easily and more consistently, then that's what we'll do. So another way to increase calories, getting back to the original topic, is to add in some calorie-dense foods and fats, healthy fats definitely fall into that category. It's like your nut butters, your oils, like olive oil, cooking with avocado oil, adding coconut oil to your smoothie, um, nuts, avocados, things like that are going to help you to get more calories in and to get you into that calorie surplus or at least getting you hitting your macros. So that would be tip number two. Tip number three, add an extra meal. If you're eating three meals a day, you have some room to add in another one. Just go ahead and add one more. It's literally as simple as that. That's a great way to get some extra calories in, especially if you're really far short. Um, if you're eating three meals a day, especially if you're eating two meals a day and like your quote unquote intermittent fasting, like if you're intermittent fasting and you just can't hit your calorie goal for the day, maybe you shouldn't beat your intermittent fasting at that point. Maybe you should add that third meal in for breakfast and just get the calories in that you need. So that's tip number three, really just going to keep that one short and sweet. There's not much else to say about that. Obviously scale the size of your meal to, um, to fit your calorie needs for the day, but literally just add an extra meal. That'll get you plenty of extra calories in this. So if you're 500, 600 short, simple as that, add one more meal for the day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then the last one I want to talk about for today is kind of along the lines of increasing adding a meal, but not quite. This, this last tip is just to increase your portion sizes. Like, look, like we were talking about earlier, when you're reverse dieting, especially, and even in, even in a muscle gain scenario, like I don't like to go make like two, 300 calorie jumps all at once, even when you're gaining muscle, even when you're trying to get into a surplus, because we don't want you to gain a ton of fat. So we're going up by 50 to 100 calories in most cases. So that 50 to 100 calorie increase isn't that much. Like I said, it's like less than half a tablespoon of olive oil. It's less than half of one cup of rice. It's very, very easy to get that increase in there. But I think people seeing 100, for whatever reason, 100 calories, it's like, oh my God, it's 100. It must be a lot. Like, no, it's not. Just chill out. You're good. All you got to do is increase the portion size. If you have chicken, rice, and broccoli for dinner, maybe add a half a cup of rice. Wow, 50 calories right there. Boom. Or actually, no, 100 calories right there. Even better. So just stuff that's as simple as that. Like if you notice, especially like, and now here's where you take it up a notch. So 
<clears throat> if you notice any of the calories, cool. Increase portion sizes. Now, what portion sizes do you increase? Now you look at what macros you're falling short on. So it's like, okay, I'm short. I'm hitting my protein goal, hitting my carb goal, my fat goal. I just can't hit it. What can you add? Like what portion size can you increase? Maybe have two tablespoons of olive oil instead of one over your veggies with dinner. Or maybe add an extra scoop of nut butter to your smoothie to get that fat intake up, minimally affecting protein and not affecting carbs really, or minimally. I think there's a little bit of fiber in nut butter. Things like that. And then for example, if you're hitting your carb goal, you're hitting your fat goal, but protein is suffering, what can you increase the portions of? Add some chicken breast in there. Maybe instead of four ounces, have eight ounces with dinner. That's brutal having eight ounces of chicken breast, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. So um, just keep that in mind. But really, it's as simple as that, increasing the portion sizes. Like I said at the beginning, and I said in the middle, and I'm gonna say it again now, just don't overthink this stuff. It's not that complicated. For whatever reason, people love to overcomplicate this stuff. It doesn't need to be complicated. Like I said, it's, it can be something as simple as adding an extra cup or half a cup of white rice to one of your meals to get you to hit your, cal your carb goal, your calorie goal, you're all good. Just don't overthink it. If you're saying, I can't do this, I can't do this, of course you're not going to be able to do it. You're telling yourself you can't do it over and over again. Just get that out of your mind. Just give it a shot. Make these simple changes, and you'll be pretty surprised. Like, oh, wow, actually wasn't that bad. You get that momentum going. And you start seeing results. It's like, oh, wow, there's a reason why my calories were prescribed this way. Mind blown, right? So I hope these tips helped you out. Uh, like I said, just wanted to keep it super, super simple. These things should be, each of these four things should be things that you can really just go and apply today. Obviously, don't go and apply every single one of them. Pick one or two uh, that you want to implement right away. Let me know how it goes. If you're still having trouble hitting that calorie goal, you know, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram. My inbox is always open or shoot me an email if you want, um, whatever way is best for you. My inbox is always open. I want to help you guys out. So if there's any way at all that I can help you, um, definitely just shoot me a message, shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Cause like I said, the main purpose of this podcast is to reach as many people as possible so I can help you. So, um, if there's any way that I can add value to you, help you out, just shoot me an email, shoot me a message and I'll help you out in any way that I can. Like I said at the beginning, a couple spots left in the collective uh, for the first round of, of this launch. So if you're inter interested in that, again, just shoot me a message. Would love to get you some more info, get you in there. Um, it's going to be a really, really good group. And for what you're getting, the, the price is a steal. So if you're interested, just let me know and I'll get back to you. Um, but yeah, again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. If you have any questions at all about anything that I covered, how to increase your calories, um, anything like that, just go ahead and shoot me a message and uh, I'll help you out. But I think I've said that like three times now, but it's true. My inbox is always open. Never feel like you're bothering. It's what I do. So again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in and I'll catch you on Wednesday.